everybody welcome to the improv network podcast this is a series of conversations aimed at building stronger connections throughout the improv community i'm james quesada and i'm bob wick and we're both in the same room for only the second time in the history of this podcast (laughs) yeah uh, we are very excited about that um before we get uh, started to also our guests who we're very excited to talk with um reminder that uh we are your education team for the Improv Network, and you can go to the improvnetwork.org to check out all sorts of great resources like blogs and interviews and a dedicated uh, improv FAQ page for these conversations, as well as mini lectures on improv topics. You can also create yourself a profile and so submit many. the festivals. So many different kinds so of profiles. So many profiles. List them. <laughs> oh, you have your teaching profile your performing profile, uh, every improv troupe you belong to profile, um, your favorite book profile, uh, your favorite Pearl Jam song profile. There are so many profiles you can do. <laughs> the list is endless. Uh, so go check it out and um, take advantage of all the resources on the Improv Network. That being said, we have not one, but two special guests also in the same room with wow come on this is this is the most advanced audio we have ever done so you're Uh, welcome kurt is two yeah yeah (laughs) it's two people very near and dear to our hearts uh it is natalie rojas and julia schroeder yay hey (laughs) that's why it took us 12 minutes to can we hear me is that how, um, what, is it I'm going to try and we're going to keep explaining our little setup here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm unmuted. Is it horrible? No, that's good. Okay. I can hear you, but I'm going to cross the table. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've got a little tennis match going on. So I'm just like, whew. whew. <laughs> <laughs> it's going the whole time. Oh, Kurt, can you keep up? <laughs> Kurt, can you keep up? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're so... Ironically, um, the most difficult thing for us to do right now is figure out how to do a podcast in the same room when that used to be the norm. Uh, But I've never actually live streamed a group podcast like this. So, um, you know, just uh, bear with us if there's any crosstalk audio overlap going on. I'm going to try to switch back and forth between the mic, one mic at a time, but the one that's nearest to Julia versus the one that's nearest to me, Bob and Natalie. Um, so uh, with, uh, with that disclaimer out of the way, mm-hmm. welcome to the show and thanks for joining. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about confidence as the subject of this episode, um, which I think is a great topic. Um, yeah. It came from Bob and Natalie. Who, who, who decided on, on this topic? That was me. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love this topic. Yeah. What do you have in mind, Natalie? Um, I, I think it's interesting that confidence is something that just it's very dynamic no matter what skill level you're at. And even as you continue to grow, it's still something 
that can get kind of needs to be teased out or reminded or just pulled out and it just can go on this roller coaster journey along um especially if you find new opportunities or new people to work with or just move to a different city or anything like that uh so i think that's interesting of how it plays with someone as a performer um also someone who i feel like i'm a more newer comer i'm still a someone a student I mean, we're all students right uh so trying to understand how to place yourself in different environments yeah that's great i think that um i, I don't know i i'll start with a strong statement that uh confidence might be <laughs> definitely one of the most important factors it might be Absolutely. the most important thing like if you you know I, I think that and just like you know earnestly trying to play with and cooperate with the people around you, you know, not being a selfish jerk. Barring that, um, confidence is the thing that will make the biggest difference in uh, your ability to just like, go play, right? Or what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that I've, I've said before that it's like the thing that sets a great improviser apart from uh, like, anything below it is confidence. I think that's like one of the most important things you can have while improvising. Um, there's something about watching people who are confident on stage that no matter what they do, you feel good watching them. And I, and I really think it's like the, the ingredient that makes it so. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what I like about confidence is contagious. So if you're confident, the people around you are confident because you're around them, and that's always a great feeling. And that's something we we, we preach about all the time when we're, you know, doing classes and whatnot. Uh, you're there to support. So just being confident and and get, allowing people to be confident around you makes a better performance. Uh, I mean, and there's so many different kinds of confidence too. There's the confidence of of being able to be vulnerable. Um, there's the confidence of, you know, just going on stage and, hey, I, I'm going to do the best I can. And if I fail, that's okay, because that's the art. Uh, and that's such a useful tool. And it's also something that's hard to learn sometimes. You know, you, some there's so, there's so many people, talented people. And, and, and as I'm saying the census, I can just see like all their little faces in my head, like, oh God, if they just, saw what I saw, they did. Name names, name okay. names, Bob. <laughs> Julia Schroeder, <laughs> boom. He thinks I have potential. Yeah. No, look, I think you're so right, Bob, I, because it, 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 you can have talent, but not confidence. And it might be the missing puzzle piece. I also, I also think Natalie brought up a good point that like, someone might be confident in one, like, um, area or a situation or whatever. And then you put them, on a stage either somewhere else or put them from rehearsal to a stage or vice versa even. Right. And then the confidence could go away. Like, I think it's such a weird uh, um, factor in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a great point that it's hard to learn. It's hard to, it's hard to teach confidence and it's way easier said than done to just be like, you know, just go out there with some confidence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> make it till you make it. <laughs> so I guess I'm curious what, everyone's memory is of, of like the confidence arc up to this point and what were like biggest things that gave you confidence. I think obviously a big one would be like the more you get on stage and the more you take classes and get the, you know, the tools you need, but like, are there any uh, alternative 
moments that led to more confidence or or like uh, specific, you know, benchmarks that gave you more confidence along the way? Yeah, all I am ha happy to go, go first, first. <laughs> in most things in life. <laughs> and that, my friend, is confidence. I think for sure um, there's no substitute for doing it enough times to where it's not like a scary thing anymore. I also think watching improv, one of the biggest things I attribute like falling in love with improv and, and finding like early um, like success in stage time with improv was watching so much to where it was like, oh, I now know what this is or I'm excited to do what I see people doing or my version of that. I think watching like was everything to me, watching shows, watching whatever. Um, and then also part of that arc too early on was I always say this but like working at Go Comedy made me comfortable in that space literally the physical space it made me comfortable with the people working there it made me comfortable with the theater it made me comfortable with like oh yeah I, I can go in the kitchen uh pour, pour a water like literally that something <laughs> like that made me feel like oh cool like I'm, I'm now I can just go on stage in my in my home Yes, I completely agree with that too. Because uh, I think for me, I felt as though a lot of people were already established, and so I had that you know status perspective, uh, thinking like, oh, I'm not uh, maybe as deserving to be on stage with certain people or performing in certain shows and whatnot, um, and actually just getting to know people and really building that trust off stage and making me realize like, oh, wait they actually value my opinion. They they are willing to take some of my thoughts and ideas out off the stage so that when we're on stage, I feel more comfortable to bring out my own personality and not so afraid to put my ideas out there. Yeah, that's definitely huge for a lot of people is just like uh, getting chemistry with people off stage. Yeah. Um, and uh, I agree with both of those. Somewhere, somewhere in, in between for me is, is like, I don't know if it's necessarily you know, building the interpersonal chemistry or, or like just feeling like I'm um, getting to know people uh, as much. But I think so, like there, there's part of that. And it's like part of like the space that you're performing in, like you were saying, Julia, because I, uh, you know, also worked at Go Comedy. And um, but even before I started like working there, just the, the more time I spent there, the more that I felt like I had a handle on like the community vibe. Yes. Um, for a variety of audience audiences and um, a variety of different people and like would see the more like regular people there audience and, and performer wise and that familiarity comfort in the space yeah. um, gave me definitely a, a confidence boost um, after I'm, I'm like, Oh yeah, I can point you in the direction of the bathroom. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want to start with the cold before the hot, or <laughs> you're going to get a surprise Ow. when washing your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's specific to the, the go comedy band. Oh, it's yeah. Like, don't start with the, the cold before the hot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, for me, I think it was getting onto a launch group. Because then, because before that, getting stage time wasn't the easiest thing. So if I didn't have a great set, I would focus on that set 
until my next set. And that could be like weeks and weeks and weeks between each other. So being able to get up once a week and try things out and just kind of find my voice with people who I trust and, and I know cared about me and I cared about was really important. Like I felt safe until I didn't need anybody's, you know, help to feel safe. Um, and then, you know, just again, working on my own shit until I was like, okay, I know how to entertain now. What else can I do? Yeah. And, uh, so I also, Bob, I'm curious, like, um, making a launch group or, uh, that's a house team, I think for a lot of people, right. um, or, or getting cast in something is, is definitely validating. Oh, yeah. Like, um, uh, it's also somewhat outside of your control. Right. Um, yes. And I know that you specifically, like, uh, you made a launch group, but then there's, we also have like the resident company, which was, does a separate, separate set of shows. And like you auditioned a few times for that. So like, yeah, how, what, what is you, how do you like, uh, tend to your confidence as you're going through auditions where you're not necessarily making it, uh, out the gate? Well, that's a great question. Cause, and one I get asked a lot, um, from students who, who don't make it, um, I, the quick answer is there is nothing that I don't want to say, not, I want to be so, uh, direct. these opportunities are just that opportunities and ones that can be uh, produced by yourself. So if you want to, if you want to get with a group of people and rehearse once a week and go up as often as possible, that's something you can put together yourself. You don't necessarily need a theater to do that for you. Um, there are advantages to being on a house team that you know you do get a designated um, performance time. Uh, but if you can just give that to yourself, if if for some reason someone doesn't let you in their clubhouse, build your own. Mm -hmm. um and and just I, I guess it's that thing if you love this thing then you'll find a way to do it yeah yeah and you'll be patient uh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. and and then after we did a couple of uh of our own uh auditions when we're on the other side of the table you learn oh it's not necessarily you had a bad audition we were looking to put on this particular kind of ensemble and unfortunately, that person who's great, and that's not what we're being, not being uh, allowed to pass an audition, or I don't know how you want to phrase it, doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad improviser. It just means that you weren't right for the part. You know, if they were, if they were doing a, uh, what's it called, uh, a, a rock movie, they wouldn't cast me to replace him. Uh, and I understand that. As buff as I am, I'm not the rock. Doesn't make me a bad actor. Just doesn't make me the rock. Is that not? You know I what am I not thought of when like... you said that? I thought of School of Rock, and I was like, actually, Bob, I think you could be in that movie. Uh -huh. <laughs> but you went the rock. The rock. The rock. There's only one rock. <laughs> um, what about what about like jumping in on new teams, uh, playing with new people, basically? And I guess I don't necessarily mean like jams, um, which we can also talk about on the list of like how confidence comes into play. But I'm thinking like when you get invited to be a guest or when you get put on like a mixer team um, or when you have somebody else join your team, like are you more confident playing with them because they're like new and fresh or like, I don't know, how does that affect confidence when you have like guest members on a team? So those are two different questions, like what, 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 uh, whether you're on like one, one side one or the answer. other. 
Both those questions. Mm-hmm. Are the same thing to me. Well, I will. I'll, I'll first say, like, joining a team. Um, I think is. I think it's intimidating, no matter what. I think it does depend on like the if you how how you view this team. I'll, I'll, specifically, I'll talk about when I uh, moved to New York and I was like. Um, knew about the the show the cast which was a, a magnet show that is uh an improvised play i knew some people on it and uh, and i'd seen them before and they like blew me away i was a huge fan and i got the opportunity to play with them and that was i had just about zero confidence when we were like going into rehearsals just being like i'm new to this city i'm new to this theater i'm new to like about everything. I hadn't really done a lot of like narrative improv before, but I, um, yeah, it was, it was difficult, even though I felt confident in my ability to improvise and do well in this show and in this cast, it is hard to, um, fake that confidence or like, there, I, I feel this in auditions. It's the same, like, I, I, I don't know. I feel it in my, my body where I'm, like, trying to be good or whatever. And then just knowing that I'm, like, so aware of how people are viewing me, whether it's rational or not. And I think it's the death of improv. And I think there are ways to combat that, which I would love to, like, get your opinions on, like, maybe post this conversation, post this segment. But I really definitely, it took me a long time to get comfortable in that group and not feel like uh, an imposter. One last thing on that. Sometimes you join a group, sometimes you join a group where you feel your peers. And then I think that is like, let's just freaking shoot for the moon here. Um, So I think it really depends on maybe your, (laughs) how you perceive your status with uh, the team you're joining. I'm glad you said perceived. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. I think, I, and I think that's, that's what you, you both started with, like uh, us putting people on pedestals, and it's not necessarily something they want, mm-hmm. you know, or that we should do, because uh, we're all just here to play, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. And like, um, like honestly, when uh, Pete asked me to be on Go Labs virtually starting last year. Uh, I literally thought he just meant fulfill him to one day. So I didn't realize I was going to do it more, more nights, but I figured, Hey, that's awesome. But I'm also super nervous because I've never improvised or played with Julia or James and the whole entire ensemble. So I felt like, Oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> you know, how, how are they perceiving me? Uh, you know, but the thing is that the culture of the group and the personalities are all super supportive. It was literally just for fun. And the fact that no one was saying uh, like negative comments or like, oh man, this thing, this was like super heady and, you know, kind of what's what's the word, you know, kind of like noting on yourself. I'm like, oh wow, that kind of helped me practice what that conversation could look like after a show. Uh, so almost being taught by example, by just a really, really good community and environment to surround myself in. And then I was able to learn how to nurture my own, I guess, like mental confidence garden. Uh, what do you call it? A little Zen, Zen Buddhist little I like mental co- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like mental confidence garden. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I see. I was like, oh yeah, that's the way you're supposed to, you know, sow the sand because mm-hmm. that's what you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I definitely get more nervous. The mo Probably the most nervous I get is if I join a team that has a thing or even if they don't, I am, I assume that they do. Like if it's, if it's an established team, I'm like, Oh, you have a playing style. You have like right. a way that your show goes. And I get nervous about whether or not I'm going to fit that. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm actually like, if, if I get thrown into, you know, a, a random group or, or like um, uh, a, um, it's not a jam, but like a, a mixer, like, like whatever, like combination of people um, that's nobody's coming into it. We're not coming into an existing team. We're coming into like a first time, probably last time uh, collection. And I'll play with more confidence with that because it's like, we don't have any explicitly stated rules or, or uh, preconception of how it's supposed to go, whose style is going to be dominant or whatever. That's, that, that's where I get more confidence. But yeah, if I, I, like you were saying with the cast, Julia, um, if I'm like, this is how it's supposed to go. Am I going to fit in? That make, puts me the most like, yeah, anxious about it. Yeah, you have to like, one of the things that both helps and is like, well, great, is realizing that like, the only thing that group wants for, from you is to be confident and right. comfortable and be yourself. And, and that's helpful to know because like, yeah, you just, great then my goal is to go in and improvise which i know i can do but it's also on the same token can be difficult if you know like look i just gotta go out there and be confident and you just can't muster that then that's even <laughs> it, that can also be hard and, but yeah to be honest if you do make a mistake best time that group has ever had because <laughs> oh my god the, we usually do this every time we play the same game by the same rules every time and then this breath of fresh air popped up and made a mistake and man do we have a fun time you know yeah definitely and and to natalie's point or i imagine it came into play with you julia on the cast is the more you get to like know the people you're playing with or the more you feel supported by them off stage as like a part of a community um the better it is so it's also that you know it's obviously incentive uh, on both sides of that is, is right. that like if you are um part of the the team that's welcoming in a guest just be as like uh, open and available and supportive, uh, be, you know, in the green room or backstage or before and after the show. Um, and uh, also, you know, that's what, that's what we should all, all expect, you know, right. is, is uh, and, and if, and if you're, I don't know, like if, it, if, it, if, it, if you still are always just like trying to prove your, your, your spot there, then you're like, well, maybe it's not, it's not the right group to be trying to get, get in with. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good, good way to like, kind of like tell if you're on the, if you find your pool. Hey, you people. I want to be with you. <laughs> well, that's why I think like this is not really improv, but I find uh, auditions to be uh, that you, you, it can only be a one-off unless you keep going for the same casting director, same group, same people or whatever. But that's what I find with auditions is it's like constantly you're going into a group that you have to, prove something to and until you learn that you have nothing to prove and all they want is for you to, to like do what you want I, and that's so easy to say but once again it's confidence that i think makes the difference even in an audition setting yeah and sue has a comment question here which is hi sue hey sue <laughs> um 
What do you think about straight re repetition and stick to itness creating confidence? For example, in the act of not giving up, one gains a self a sense of confidence and trust in oneself. Um, yeah, and I think that that is you know, uh, and a follow up from Sue on the idea of fake it till you make it school of thought. Uh, I think that, that that does play a long part. There's no there's no substitution for like time and and the experience and like um, most of the time. And it, at least in my experience, you like you are putting on that like fake it till you make it. Like uh, I think everybody goes mm -hmm. can relate to that idea of like playing with people that you feel are out of your league or ahead of you or that you just really are excited to play with because of how they, how they play. And I just know that like be, putting myself in those positions is the biggest um, factor in building confidence. It's just like uh, the, the good old feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, and uh yeah, that, that's, again, like, to some degree, never really goes away either. Because uh, even if I'm nervous jumping into somebody else's show, like I was just saying, um, I'm still going to fake it until right. I make it. Because um, the, the opposite would be don't fake it and and show that you're that you're not comfortable and project that energy out. And that just makes everybody else uncomfortable. You know, if you're hosting a party, you're going on a date, and you're just nervous and announce every five minutes, I'm not comfortable uh, eventually everybody around you will, will catch that vibe. And again, going back to, we call it play for a reason. If you can't play, you know, who wants to play with the, someone who's not wanting to be there? Yeah, yeah. So on that note, I think this is interesting too, though, because when I talk, when I think about confidence, I guess the picture that comes to my mind is like being bold and going on stage with a loud voice and big stage presence and stuff where I think like, it's also okay to feel, like Bob said, the confidence to be vulnerable and the confidence to be uncomfortable. And I think that is one step that people have to, um, like that also comes in the arc of finding confidence is like the being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because I think that can come in any show where you don't have to go on stage and feel like you're dominating. Even the confidence to feel that like, oh boy, I feel very nervous or very out of my league or or anything like that. To be able to sit with that feeling and then perform anyway, whether it's, you know, wh whatever it is. And then I think this is improv and any written thing too. Um, confidence also comes in handy to be able to feel those feelings, I think. I agree. Uh We're playing the mute game here. Oh. Oh shoot! Sorry, the, I'll stop. I'll, I'm gonna stop. I, well, you, no. you can't anymore because you, you muted yourself, which means that I can't unmute you. Here, I'm gonna unmute myself. It's all you, and, and I will stop. <laughs> okay, um, but uh, and, and well, uh, regardless of technical difficulties, Heather's enjoying that we're all around the same table. Hey, Heather, I wish you can join us. Miss you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Bob, yeah. Uh, back it up to where um, you're. Oh, the difference between to cockiness, cockiness oh. and confidence. Okay, so yeah. cockiness is the kind of person uh, who will blow out your candle to make theirs look brighter, and that's not playing. That's not having. That's not having a good, good time. And again, you're you're not 
you're not confident, you're not comfortable. So you have to do something to make you uncomfortable or make you comfortable. So by making someone else uncomfortable, somehow that gives you comfort. And that's not something anybody wants to play with. That's a a bully coming, you know, you're coming from a, 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 a small place and you're projecting that to your, your, your castmates. Um, so yeah, I think there is a difference between, uh, cockiness and, and confidence. Well, yeah, that, I think, I, I mean, that's an awesome point because it is, it can be very easy to, to take these notes and be like, like you said, Julia, interpret them as like, as like, what you need to do is go out there and bulldoze and just be as loud <laughs> as you can. Like, that's a confident person, but like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the more you hear just like, go be confident, like let go, go play yeah. uh, hard or like, you know, play free. Like th that can be interpreted as, as just like run amok. Um, but it's not really that. Uh, are there, or have there been times where, where you had to like find the balance, uh, anybody like to dial it in either? Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. Have, have there been examples or times specific to that for you guys? I find that when I am nervous, nervous sometimes, well, this is sort of on this conversation, sometimes what comes out, my my um, defense mechanism is to get, play high status or play big, like, characters or whatever. When I, pl I play with a couple different teams where I don't think that's everyone's style or I think that, like, um, it might hinder the show or the um, um, set to not play from a more real place when I'm not feeling like comfortable enough to like breathe and play more patient or play more um, grounded or something. My defense mechanism when I'm nervous is to go cuckoo crazy. And then it's like, well, now the scene, if they're not, ready to receive that then it's like okay well what's going on and now it's going to be weird so i think there there has to be a balance of um i think for sure i've had to figure out how to like even when nervous trust myself and the people i'm playing with that the scene will be good or whatever yeah. Or, and if it's not, that it's fine. Like for me, that kind of reminds me of like, if you have like a spectrum, you gotta learn how to have a little bit of groundedness or something that still anchors you where you can still play, you know, more patient or more reserved or whatnot, or still more um, like erratic or whatnot, but there's still a grounded element to it. And and I feel like I'm either one or two directions. Sometimes I might be in that, that little, window it makes me think of you know you're trying to play a golf video game like are you gonna hit it just right enough <laughs> like, yeah like everyone knows what that looks like oh, yeah, that's yeah. what my mind was thinking and and typically i find myself uh if i'm really nervous i'll tend to be definitely more reserved more observant um i notice if i'm playing with maybe like a bigger troop for example and there's you gotta you know sharing the stage with a lot of different characters a lot of different players i tend to not want to play such a high status or when my character might start to create a different path that makes them more focused i i feel like oh no i have to step back you know like i'm not willing to be bold enough even though that's probably what the character should be doing uh so i i tend to like still be shy from that bold choice um so for me it's like either i'm need to learn how to filter, I'm giving too much, I need to, you know, be a little bit more polished, 
or I just haven't quite understood how to insert myself so that I'm not, um, you know, I'm still being supportive with everyone else, but not taking over as well too strongly. So I'm still learning my own power. I don't know. <laughs> and I completely agree with both of you. Because uh, I do, I do like, like the manic. Manic. I like, I do like that energy. I And part of me says, if the other people in the cast are uncomfortable playing that way, maybe this is the one scene they should play uncomfortable and try to catch up. But... I also have to, like like Julia said, balance it, or both of you said, balance it in a way where they can catch up. And it has to make sense. And it has to be adjacent to everything, all the information that has been created in the world that we're building when the scene started. So there, there is, I, because I feel like in improv, people who play a little mantic get, get the dirty end of the stick because... It's it's but we're playing at high energy and I and I love watching people play like that. So I, I don't want to someone listening to this think, oh yeah, I should calm down a hundred percent of the time. Because yeah. that's not confidence, that's just I don't know, being submissive, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's tough though, it's tough to find a balance. And I yeah. like to, to Sue's point too, it's like um because even we're like going through the arc of, of what I think I experienced in the in the question of confidence, which which is that like I you know, earlier on, I'm like, man, I got to be more confident. And so I'll just play. And then I'm like, maybe I'm doing too much. So I'll pull back. And then I get in my head about like, well, am I doing too much of one or the other, um, you know, from show to show and month to month and, and on and on. And it's like, um, uh, on Sue's comment, I, initially, one of the thoughts I had was like the stick to itness and, and like the way that confidence comes with like the uh, experience or, or um, not even just the experience, because it's not just it's not just like doing a bunch of shows or uh, uh, not giving up is what she said. Uh, it's like eventually what you'll do is stop caring so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like we're saying, it's it's not necessarily it's it's not necessarily stopping caring at all. It's just caring about the wrong thing. Yeah. Right. Yep. You know, you care about having a good time and and enjoying the people you're with. Um, but you stop caring about like what your status, how how you appear yeah. Yeah. to right. uh, uh, perform quantitatively next to the people you're playing with like are you doing as good or better as they are or is it going to lead to an opportunity or are you going to impress somebody in the audience you 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 stop caring about those things and caring about the right things being in the moment Mm -hmm. hanging out having a good time going back to like auditions i think that's the best part about passing an audition you don't you never have to audition for that thing again and that that little gate or threshold that you have to pass through you pass through it you can relax now <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think i don't know if what i'm about to say is true because i don't know if anything i ever say is true until i about 15 minutes later i think i don't before, think that's <laughs> but before you launch into it okay uh, unmute your mic so that i can switch for us <laughs> Oh, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we okay. say fuck all the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You watch the show. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I do watch it. We wanted to make sure the mic was on to catch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you unmute your mic so that you can say the F word right into it? Yeah. No, I'm not. Bring the mic yeah. closer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that sometimes 
when you like whether it's short form or playing with a long form form or having a goal in a show can sometimes be helpful with that too because like whether you're confident or not you know you're going out there with like a well we're doing a um you know uh this that and the other thing sometimes that can give a little bit of confidence too or at least mask um discomfort or whatever um going out there with goal now i think i i think i believe that <laughs> i think that's been true for me but it was just something that came to my mind i agree with that a lot i think that that's a great point it's it, kind of on the note of um not to stop caring but to stop caring about the wrong things it's like if you're feeling distracted about um, whether or not you're going to do a good enough job with uh, an opportunity or a show or whatever, then give yourself something else to focus on that's a little bit more constructive. Like, yeah. right. I'm not worried about whether or not I'm going to look good or do as well as everyone else. I'm, I'm worried about, like, am I going to hit who, what, where um, when I'm in a scene? Yeah. Or am I going to, um, you know, uh, play a character I, I've never played before? Just something else to, like, kind of trick your mind into, into focusing on something that, that, that matters less, but still has like an objective goal to it. Have you ever done the exercise or coached the exercise um, where you get everybody in the group, the form back line, and, and you just tell them, show me the worst improv set I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. And yeah. those are always some of my favorite improv yes. sets I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Cause the only thing, only thing that that exercise teaches you it's to stop caring. Yeah. And it takes it, the pressure off. It's so great. And people do some of the funnest things and play the funnest games and create the weirdest characters and do some of the silliest shit I've ever seen. And it really brings them out. And I wish there was some way I could just package that and, and just put in a pill and just give it to somebody who is not confident. Like, hey, take this. You're about to go on stage, bud. Mm -hmm. Well, I was actually going to ask you guys if there was something that for you guys there that gives you sort of immediate confidence we've been sort of i feel like talking about confidence on like a more um larger scale higher yeah. level confidence over time how do we get it but is there anything i feel like you know the three of us have been well one two there's three screens <laughs> um the four of us at least have been uh performing long enough to where we know ourselves is there anything that like gives you that immediate confidence boost or before a show that you do to make yourself feel confident to go out there or anything? I think like for me, I have this weird, I mean, it, it's an affirmation. It's not weird. It's pretty simple, but I feel like I do it in a weird way that it just comes out and blurts out where I'm just talking to myself, where I'm literally like, you've got this. And I'm, you know, imagining the whole mirror conversations. Like, yeah, yeah. Or like, I love you, Natalie. Like, you got it. You're going to have fun. Oh, right? I, um, I say it when I drive. I say it, you know, like in random times. Like, yeah. I don't know. At least it's a positive tick, not a negative one, right? Um, and I try to really remind myself, why am I doing this? Because am I trying to, you know, like what level of play or, you know, seriousness am I trying to do this? I'm literally just want to go out there and be creative and have fun. So uh, I have to really, you know, be able to t change the perspective of my own self-negative talk and be like, you know what, you've got this, mm -hmm. you're going to have fun. Um, you know enough of the foundations that it's like muscle memory. So be willing to expand yourself, be willing to take a risk. Um, or think about like one of my favorite quotes is, what would you do if you weren't afraid? 
Hmm. Yeah. And, yep. you know, that leads us to so many things. And it can lead us to more in our personal life as well as on stage. Yeah. Like that. Me too. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, what about you? <laughs> um, yeah. It's cool to do that. Like in the same skit. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I sometimes what I'll need is to take a moment to myself to kind of like just be at peace. And then if I'm really nervous and I need confidence, I'll just need to like kind of step aside and um, just be like, it's fine. Just like, you know, again, self-talk that like, it's fine. What was the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah. Like everything is fine. Like, and, and then, yeah, again, to just like, I, I guess it really is wrapped up all in that it's fine idea. And it's not even necessarily those words, but that's kind of like what I'm, meditating on is is that like everything is fine and it, that comes along with like um tr you know trust yourself you, you are good at this like mm -hmm. like you you've done plenty of shows and just go do just go have fun and do what you're good at like yeah. um and uh other than that one thing that that really does help me get like i don't know positively energized and and, and feeling good and confident is stretching before a show you're just doing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just like moving, yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, uh, no, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm with you both. Like having a ritual before the show is very calming. Uh, or I, I would, I would say what I do is calming. Uh, I have a whole. Poor Natalie has to live with me now. Uh, and James has traveled with me enough to know, like before a show, I get myself so hyped up, like. You're, you you have to have fun with me because I'm in a mood yeah. for fun. Being around Bob is what gives me confidence. Before <laughs> <the show. laughs> like, I go, you know what? I think we're gonna be all right. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I love you. I love your pre-show rituals. <laughs> I mean, you you because you don't always. I, I know you've said before on the show that like you'll you'll uh, you'll have your songs that you like rock out to, which I don't know that like as much as we have traveled with them. Yeah, you know, festivals together. I don't think I've. I think I think that you've uh, held back on on that uh, in you know travel company, but because um, I can't I can't remember a time. But I do know that like you'll get out of the shower and, and you'll be like you know yeah. it's, oh, it's yeah. like it's like a uh, what, what do you call it eighties um, like high school movie scene or something. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, it's time to go. It's funny too because like sometimes I'll still be like working late at home and he just like walks out. I'm like. You're okay. You're doing your thing. Yep, yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this slide. I'm in the zone, baby. <laughs> but I still have to watch it exist. <laughs> yep. And then it continues in the car all the way to the theater. Yeah. Into yeah. the theater, into the lobby. I get my whiskey, and then we're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, did you say like uh, you, you posed the question, but did you give an answer for like what gives you confidence or like a token that you go to? No, I think. Um, I did not. And but listening to you guys, I think I echo the um, getting a little bit uh, get, uh, remembering perspective, I think is very helpful. Like we are so small in the <laughs> grand scheme of things. And that um, the show we're about to do means literally nothing. Um, and it's remembering the goal of like, I just want to go out there and have fun and, and be have laugh with friends. Um, so I think 
remembering that we are humans, remembering that we are adults, remembering that we have like adult uh, uh, brains and, and existences. <laughs> I think that's super helpful. I also actually realized that I think um, there are a couple things here. One, something that might get me into that energy is remembering some of my favorite performers, like thinking about some of my favorite performers. I think I would always like um, early on in improv, I would watch a clip of Chelsea Peretti, my hero. Um, and just that would sort of be, remind me, like Natalie said, why I even like comedy. And then the last thing, maybe not the last thing, but the last thing I can think of right now is like, I feel like I like wearing clothes that feel like me that day or whatever like yeah. I think I care about what I um I'm not saying I have to have like high fashion but I think like if I'm comfortable in what I'm wearing <laughs> on stage and feel like oh I love these shoes to be honest um <laughs> that feels that will like put me in a good space <laughs> actually I kind of love these shoes you know, sometimes we're not comfortable in our own skin, but if we're not comfortable in our own clothes or what we're putting out there, it's like, who are you? I mean, of course we go on stage and play these characters, but first you gotta like align with yourself. You gotta be on that same wavelength. Yeah. Cause otherwise, how are you supposed to be someone else? I mean, that's like, like ground yourself energetic wise, right? Like, why are you trying to pretend to be cool and drink, you know, uh, whiskeys? Because I can't drink whiskeys. That's Bob's thing. That's totally not my thing. I would, I would not be performing that night. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to. Um, yeah. So it's, it's like being able to find your thing. You know, take inspiration from everyone's little stories of what gets them pumped up and feeling good. Uh, but know what what vibes with you. Yeah. Yeah. Superheroes. Most superheroes don't wear their superhero <laughs> costume because it's functional. They wear it because it makes them feel, feel like good. a superhero. Yes. It makes you look like one. Yes. Dress the role. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I think that's great. Like everybody's little uh, personal comforts or, or whatever you go to, it's nice to have something. And I, I, I do agree with the, um, yeah, the the image thing is is like, well, what makes you feel good? What makes you feel like, and for like, I love um we had a show where that was like the idea it was like it was like just dress how you would if you were a rock star was the direction and and uh i just wore like a like a charcoal gray t-shirt uh tucked into black jeans and i uh i think actually bob said to me at one point you look like an off-duty mime <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yeah that's how i want to feel if I, if I, I, wanna feel I know my boy i know my boy <laughs> <laughs> but and it's simple you know it's i don't have to wear a tuxedo or you know anything right. elaborate it's just like what makes me feel like cool and comfortable mm. and yeah feeling confident it almost makes me think of like halloween because as an adult i never know is it a halloween costume cut party or not but you want to have fun so it's like okay everyone's doing this thing just do you and just mm -hmm. go at all out as much as you want or you know either direction yeah, do yeah. something. You, some people do something that's like silly and a pun or whatever, and some people uh, get into like full makeup and you know like movie right. makeup. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> someone just wears a different hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, I'm a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, well, awesome. This has been a great conversation. I love right. the topic of, of confidence and um, how to tap into it um, or how you either learn it or I guess earn it. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those interesting, like um, relative topics that like never really goes away. Just, it just changes over time. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm really glad that we were able to sit down and have this conversation. Very grateful to have Natalie and Julia here uh, to have that conversation in the same room. Wow. Yeah, gonna do it, gonna do it. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh. Now, now everybody knows what your kitchen and living room looks like. I gotta get these cords going. Hang on. Wow. Oh, no. yeah. uh, full circle, baby. Oh, we lost. Hang on. That's, uh, there we go. <laughs> well worth it. Yeah. Uh, still not. Hang on. Oh. All right. Sorry for the bumps, to everybody. Yeah. Um, look, this is great. Um, That's a good pod right there. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to New York. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess, is there anything that anybody wants to plug before we sign off? <laughs> Not really. I, I just like to say, if you do find your confidence, don't be afraid to help someone find their own. Oh, Whoa. that's. I want to plug what Bob just said. Yeah. If you find your confidence, don't be afraid to help someone else find their own. Put that on a t-shirt. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Awesome. Uh, reminder to go to the improvnetwork.org uh, to check out all the resources available to you. Um, we are a live stream podcast uh, streaming to the Facebook page and Facebook group for the Improv Network. Uh, the YouTube channel for Improv FAQ is where you can find it on YouTube and anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, so check out our backlog of all the episodes um, on those channels and podcast streaming. Uh, real quick, yeah. Heather just plugged something um, important. That's right. Uh, Heather says, Natalie teaches amazing yoga classes, which is Aww. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm hoping to take one of Natalie's classes while she's Let's here. Let's do it right now. Oh, yeah. Time okay. to yoga. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> um, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, we will catch you next time on the Improv Network podcast. Bye. Bye.